Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing chapter 16, Daiva Asura Sampad Vibhag Yoga, Yoga of Divine and Devilish Qualities. These are the qualities of my mind, some divine qualities and some not so divine qualities. We do have some difficulty in labeling ourselves as having a devilish qualities or demonic qualities because of the connotations of the words in our Western culture. These words only mean in context of Bhagavad Gita as the qualities of my mind which bind me to my limitations are the non-divine qualities. The qualities which make me more attached to the world outside and the sense objects are the non-divine or devilish qualities. The qualities which liberates me are the divine qualities. And we have seen those enumerated in the beginning of the chapter that those qualities, when my mind develops those qualities, I'll be liberated from my limitations. I'll feel more aligned with myself and not attached to the world of objects. On the other hand, the qualities which are binding me to this world will make me more attached to this world of material objects. And therefore, the people who have the view that in life there is nothing but to enjoy the pleasures, the sense pleasures, sense gratifications. We have seen in the previous verses that that there is no basis for this universe This universe just came about by chance, by the interaction of the matter with each other, and therefore, only purpose of my life is to satisfy my desire and enjoy. Having this view, then I will only be looking at myself as an island by itself. I will think that If I can get my desires fulfilled, it's okay. Because I did it by myself. I achieved it by myself. This very thought that I'm achieving something by myself is a very false notion 
which will create a wrong line of thinking for me because I know when I think about it that even a simple act of getting a cup of tea for me it seems so simple and I say I don't need anybody's help I don't want anybody to make a cup of tea for me I can do it myself look here I have done it I made tea for myself and I'm drinking it. I am so self-sufficient. But how wrong I am. Even to make that cup of tea, I need this bag of tea or loose tea, whatever I need. Well, somebody has to grow that tea somewhere, whether in Assam or somewhere Darjeeling or some other exotic place where this tea grows. Some poor laborers have to work in that tea gardens, pick up those tea leaves, somebody to process them, package them, ship it to some distribution houses, then eventually come to the retail store, then I buy them. So many people did so many things just to get me a bag of tea. If any one of them stop working in that chain, I will not have a cup of tea. So once I recognize that my existence is nothing but a one chain in this continuum, in this connected world, then I will be appreciative of what others are doing for me. But having that false notion that I am the only one who is doing anything for myself, my actions will be aggressive. That we have learned in the last verse, Etam drastim avastabhya nasta atmanaha alpa buddhaya. These people with this wrong notion, having very incomplete understanding, alpa buddhaya, that does not mean that they have less intellect in our normal term. You remember what we have just heard, the big heist of the diamonds at Antwerp airport, now, do you think those people didn't have to think about uh, anything or they didn't have to plan anything or they didn't require any intellect? Well, actually, they probably had one of the sharper intellects to plan out this precise plan of how to get into the airport, fool everybody that they are the security workers or security police and then take away the diamond in few minutes and go out. So it's not that their intellect is not sharp enough, but it is incomplete. So the verses which we will be seeing, which says that to avoid such aggressive behavior, driven by this wrong notion about what is right and wrong, and thus I will be destroying the world around me, I must understand that the people who do that are, as the next verse says, Kamam Ashritya Duspuram Dambamana Mad Anvitaha. Kamam Ashritya Duspuram. They are abiding in the desires which are Duspuram, insatiable desire. So we think that, oh, those are the people. We are not talking about ourselves. We are talking about other people who do not know how to control their desires. In reality, all desires are literally insatiable. 
the very nature of the desire is to be insatiable. Swami Purushottamanda used to say that desire is like a Kleenex. You take one Kleenex out, the second will just pop out of that box. You take that one out, the third one will pop out of that box. And it will continue. Well, at least in the case of Kleenex, you can come to a point where the box will be empty. Well, that's really not the case with our desires. I satisfy one desire, and the next one will pop up. BMW, 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 I want BMW, my mantra in life. I work very hard and get a BMW. The day I go to this dealership and they hand over a key to me and say, Mr. Bart, that's your BMW. That's a key for your BMW. I will feel completely happy. I have no stress and strain in my mind. I am now one with the object of my desire and I am now happy. Till the next moment when the accountant at the dealership or so will say, Mr. Bad, you may want to call your insurance company and see what the insurance premium would be. And then I realize when I call that insurance agent that insurance premium is going to be extraordinarily high. Nothing compared to the Toyota Camry I had before. And my joy of having BMW is now tainted by the worry about the high premium for this car insurance. So, desire, unless I understand its nature, will become insatiable. So, if my only goal of life is to satisfy my desires, and I think that's how I will achieve my happiness, all I will be doing is working to satisfy my desire endlessly. And therefore, say, Kama Masritya Duspuram Dambha Mana Mada Anvitaha that they are drunk with hypocrisy, pride and ignorance. Because I have come to the conclusion there is nothing else in this world other than satisfying my desire that I am now full of Dambha, hypocrisy Mana, mother, mana, pride, and mother, arrogance. Mohat, gruhitva, asat, grahan. By this delusion in my mind that there is nothing more to this life than enjoying the sense pleasures, you know, I hold evil ideas about how to satisfy my desire. This delusion creates this wrong ideas about the purpose of my life. And therefore, all my actions would be pravartante ashuchivrataha. They will be prevailing, they will be working in this world with impure motives. As we have said that these guys who had just successfully stolen this diamond from Antwerp airport, they got to be pretty smart people. And we always admire the people who are exceptionally good in whatever they are doing. And jewel thieves are always fascination for most people. 
at least i grew up with having fascination for all the jewel thief movies there's one in hindi and there are so many in our hollywood movies and they were fascinating movies because the whole planning the dexterity with the plan is executed it's exceptional in all its nature except there is one thing lacking the intention was impure that's what makes their action not admirable that's what makes their action jeopardize the person who performed that so what would be the outcome if i don't straighten myself out and work in this world with impure motives next verse says chintam aparimeyam cha i was doing it to get happiness i have come to the conclusion that satisfying my desire by any means will give me happiness but i end up getting nothing but worries chintam aparimeyam cha immeasurable worries what i get in the bargain you know we always admired fascinated by this characters like dawn or the big you know gangsters and we think that they seem so powerful that they can make or break anybody and their life must be so secure but if you really see their lives they worried about everything every minute they can even walk out in their own yard without having this arm guards protecting them what does that indicate chintam aparimeyam immeasurable worries pralayantam upashritaha which will end in the death in other words there was never a time for that person to enjoy his life or experience happiness he only experienced the arrogance pride and hypocrisy and endless worries ends up in his death pralayantam upashritaha kama upabhoga paramaha etavat iti nischitaha this is why are they doing it why can't we simply see that this is not making them happy this is not making them secure this is not making them great people well one thing and one thing alone is stopping them their own idea etavat iti nischitaha they firmly believe that that is all the purpose of life is nothing but to achieve the sense pleasures or achieve this immeasurable power at any cost and that's all it is they are nischitaha they firmly believe in that and therefore kama upabhoga paramaha they are engaged into the gratification of lust as their highest aim and ends up in their death and worries we know that we are trying to get happiness want to get rid of my limitations and therefore i'm doing all these things my goal is to liberate myself from my limitations and therefore i want to acquire and hold and achieve all this wealth and strength 
in power over others so that I'll be liberated from my limitations. Nobody will be as powerful as I am. But what I get in the bargain, the next verse says, Asha Pasha Sataihi Baddaha. I wanted to get rid of something. In the end, I got into more bondage. I'm bound by hundreds of desires because I'm constantly worried that if I don't acquire this, this will happen. If I don't do this, this will happen. Kama Krodha Parayanaha. They are given to lust and anger. Kama desire and anger. Well, I'll tell you, I as an architect experience in this weak economy this every day. You know, We submit for a project. There's one project out there. We all go down there and, and submit and we hear that 40 people have submitted proposals. Out of this 40, they probably will select five as what we call a short list. Those other people, they are going to interview. So when I get shortlisted out of this 40, I feel pretty good. Well, I made it, made it to the shortlist. And then we get interviewed, and obviously you know how many people are going to go, going to get the job. Only one. So out of five, only one gets the job. So now think about it. How many people are going to be unhappy, and how many people are going to be happy? One out of 40 will be happy, other 39 will be unhappy. And you know which group of people will be more unhappy? The one who made it to the shortlist but did not get the project. Those four who are shortlisted but not successful are the most miserable. And therefore, you get angry. I don't know how this selection process goes. I thought my interview was the best. Everybody kind of felt that they are really, really impressed with our presentation. I don't know what's going on. There must be something going on which is not really. So that desire has now turned into anger. And this continues. So statistically, if there are always this many people competing, my chance of getting one project will be one out of 40. 39 times I'll be unhappy, one time I'll be happy. And therefore, my life is Kama Krodha Parayana. I will be engaged in desire and anger, desire and anger. Irhante Kama Bhogartham Anyayenartha Sanchayan. They strive to obtain by unlawful means hordes of wealth for sensual enjoyment. Wealth is necessary. Hoarding wealth is not necessary. But we think that's my security. So I want to do that. Why do I do that? Because I want to obtain this wealth or this objects by any means. Don't we hear in our Hindi movies at least some powerful man says, Don't you know who I am? I will get what I want no matter what I have to do. I will do anything to get that. Well, obviously, we know what the end of that movie would be. That that person will be at the short end of the stick. He will be the one who will be most disappointed. We had the recent times we heard about Bernie Madoff, 
was considered to be the great investor where everyone was trying to get a favor from him to accept their portfolio so because he was making ungodly amount of return on a consistent basis even the big hedge fund people and pension fund people will simply say please introduce me to bernie you know please introduce me to madoff so he can accept our investment and we can enjoy the the same return and we all know what happened well there was no real method to it but it was a pyramid scheme he was taking money from one person and giving it to others and making him look very smart person obviously ended up in a jail and now how many people want to be associated with bernie madoff or wants to see him nobody because he was acquiring this wealth with unlawful means the end of such endeavor just cannot be happiness it can only end in the unlimited unhappiness this is where we will stop om sarve bhavantu sukhina sarve santu niramayaha sarve bhadrani pashyantu ma kaschit dukha bhag bhavet om shantihi 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 hari om श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरि ओ